Hello and welcome to Mended Teacups. Helen and I are sitting here in person with our cups of tea. Uh, we were going to record this on Zoom, but actually I had a wonderful surprise. There was a knock on the door and there was Helen and her youngest daughter with a bunch of flowers <laughs> and some waffles. <laughs> so yay! Great start to it. <laughs> it's a brilliant start to the year. So it's our first podcast in person. Yeah. So Helen, Helen, I have to tell you, Helen's wearing this really nice jumper. It's kind of like a, it's a beautiful, what colour is it? It's beautiful. Some sort of pinky so, salmon pink. pink. I was going to say salmon pink and it's beautiful. It's kind of really fluffy and soft and it's got little bubbles on it. So anyway, so Helen, your beautiful jumper, do you want to tell us what we're going to be talking about today? It's new year, new beginnings and we were thinking about how um, you could start your day. We were thinking about how sometimes... If, if you can get the day, as a home edder, home editing parent, if you can get the day started well, that sets you off for a reasonable day. And sometimes sometimes it's just not possible, as we both know, don't we? <laughs> so we've been thinking about what we do to try and make sure our days start well. And we, we actually asked some other our friends in our um, home ed group in Beach Edders as well. So we've got a few little ideas to share with you. Um, how about you? Do all your days start well, Molly? No, not at all. And in fact, this this is particularly pertinent because actually our days, particularly having started back in you know after Christmas, um, have started really badly. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, work, and it? they are. Oh gosh, it's just like it feels like walking through mud sometimes, or walking through mm. treacle often, mm. just really sticky and and um, reluctant learners and not wanting to get up and not wanting to do this, that or the other. So I think the whole concept and idea of self-directed learning is something I'm considering a whole lot more at the moment, but that has a lot of implications as well for the other other areas of the life. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking about that a lot more, but actually at the moment we're we are we do normally have a structure and so this is how we are at the moment trying to do it yeah so have you got any strategies in mind that you're thinking about have you have you attempted any different strategies mm, we do we do chop and change a bit as we feel we need to um so i do try to be sensitive and kind of sensitive to their particular needs i think when the boys and then our first daughter were all young that was mornings were pretty straightforward to be honest because she was up early because she's a little girl so mm-hmm. she was up early the boys are boys and they were up early um and we'd all guess get up and there wasn't any hassle about we we don't do lots of chores in the mornings we just do the dishwasher um but other than that there's no chores in the morning um other than making beds and cleaning teeth and stuff like that and then we would you do some kind of normally kind of warming up just stretches and things and then we'd sit down on the sofa and we would start off by reading the Bible together. And then that would go very easily into reading some other things together. Mm-hmm. And then we'd drag ourselves up and, um, <laughs> and go and sit at the table and, um, and, and sort of get on and do some sort of more, more table type works. So we yeah. kind of did it that way around really. Yeah. So we'd start all nice and cozy and then we'd get up, maybe have a snack and then go and do the table type work. That feels um, like a really good flow if that's working. Mm, and it did. <laughs> and that worked, I think, fairly well while they were, those three were young. But I think what's changed is now the boys have kind of moved on mm-hmm. post home ed, um, and the girls are kind of teen preteen. And the, the, I was finding it would once we sat on the sofa, they just wouldn't get up. <laughs> they didn't want to get up at all. <laughs> so so it's we a comfortable sofa. It's a comfortable sofa, isn't it? We wouldn't want to get up from a comfortable sofa. <laughs> so we jiggled around a bit, and how we do it at the moment is we start off by doing some exercise together. So at the moment, we're using a Joe Wicks workout. Oh, so we started doing that during lockdown, um, and he 
does a 20 minute body workout so we do that in the morning so that's quite a good thing to do um and then we sit at the table and have our kind of like bible time and talking time and prayer time and stuff at the table and then we then go off and do our kind of more table structure type book work which is basically english and possibly maths then we then sit then have a snack and then after snack time we then sit down on the sofa and do all our lovely reading stuff right so in theory that should work but in practice when there's a lot of resistance to doing anything like that mm. uh even though it sounds quite nice it's trying to jiggle and then i think when you add into it children who have kind of experienced trauma in their background and so if there's an argument between mum and one child another one her brain is so scrambled there and she simply can't concentrate Mm. and she finds reading so difficult anyway she's highly dyslexic that actually that's a whole morning gone so we're having to try to I feel I'm constantly trying to lower and lower and lower the emotional levels so that emotionally they can cope with it Mm. whatever it is we're doing the emotion they can cope with it because otherwise their brains go into firing off on all cylinders mm. and actually it's counterproductive. But that's really hard because mm. that puts a lot of emphasis on you mm. really reigning in your emotional response mm. to things. Mm. And mm. I think as pet, as mums, it is difficult, isn't it, when the child kicks back or resists. It's very hard to kind of really breathe deeply and sort of take that emotional heat away. So that that's the pressure that then is on you to try and do that. And you can... It's very easy to look back and go, oh, I wish I hadn't blown off at that moment. But in that moment, things were frustrating. (laughs) It seems quite reasonable, really. (laughs) All I'm asking you to clean your teeth is not that difficult. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting that also that you said about starting with the exercise, because some of our friends, quite a few of them mentioned doing a bit of something physical Mm. and going out, getting outside with a dog. And I know lots of people would recommend getting outdoors, isn't it? Get a, get a bit of fresh air, a bit of sunshine. Sunshine? Do we know what that yes. is? <laughs> a bit of sunshine, yes. perhaps. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and that physical activity sort of start mm. you off in the morning. Yeah, no, I think that's that's certainly good. And certainly, although it's, it's difficult at the moment for us and we're juggling, and I think we'll maybe we'll do a, a, some more podcasts on, you know, uh, resistant teens mm. or when you do have a lot of emotional, educational, whatever needs. But actually as well as this we kind of want to focus on just practical tips as well mm-hmm. for when actually your your kids are fairly normal learners <laughs> normal amounts of resistance not big amounts of emotional stuff <laughs> so so what so what what's worked for you in the past or even well, now yes. changed so yes my situation has changed as well uh for different reasons um but in earlier times i think ours looked quite a lot lot like yours you know we'd start on the sofa we'd do the reading and then we'd go and do any response to the reading or something at the table time um, and that pattern did work quite well for some time my my changes have come because now I've just got one that I'm educating at home and because of the, her physical needs she has arthritis takes a while to kind of wake up in the morning takes a time a while for her muscles and her joints to just warm up and be able to take part in the day and so everything just has slowed down a little bit of the day and the reason I find that kind of tricky to manage is that Either I'm kind of waiting for her to be ready and then I've kind of wasted some of that moment. I don't get on with something because I'm waiting for her. Or I get stuck into something of my own. By the time I've finished that, she's got stuck into something of her own. And then dragging her away from that, I do encounter resistance. So so trying to make that work uh, and trying to sort of tap into what she... Now she's a bit older as well. She's kind of got plans for her own day. Um, so if I suddenly launch in and say, well, actually, no, I'm going to read to you now then that throws her completely so uh, I think she and I are kind of working that together how we can resolve that 
Because the problem is, I find if I don't get my morning going well, then the day doesn't go well. And if if that day is Monday, then I can say goodbye to the whole week sometimes. It feels like you haven't started the whole thing and then it all just goes crazy, doesn't it? But Yeah, no, I completely know what you mean. And I, I think we all know that, that actually if the morning doesn't start well, we have actually got a... Um, I know we've done a podcast, which we'll find a link to about when the day goes wrong, how yes. to redeem it. <laughs> so how, how we can redeem a day which is also very important. No, I totally, mm. totally, I can see that. What about, were there some other kind of practical things that you, that you did learning-wise when, thing, when, when, it was, when it was sort of all three of them? Did mm. you find anything that worked well when you, they were fairly all on board and wanting to, wanting yeah, to get think, on with I the day? I think having that sort of flow and the pattern that we, we are in this place in the house and we move to this place in the house and that makes sense. That, that does work quite well. You know, if you, you go out and take the dog for a walk, then you come back into the kitchen, so then you have your drink and biscuit in the kitchen before you walk through to the dining, whatever, it, however your, you know, wherever your home layout is, you can make that kind of work. Um, and I also know my daughter waking up is tricky, so if there's times when I do need to wake her up or I need to just help her with getting that day started, sometimes I'll take her um, a sna- you know, some sort of healthy snack, like breakfast in a, you know, breakfast in a mug, a smoothie or something, to her in her bed just to help her kind of and then someone else that we asked they said that really helped one of their children that they actually would let him have some sort of snack in his room so he could kind of get going before breakfast because that really worked for him so I suppose working out each person's kind of preferences and how each person works well Mm. does um, you know you can then plug that into what you're hoping to achieve mm. in the day <laughs> yeah I think so and I think acknowledging that you will go through different seasons if you've got very young ones and a, you know a baby you're probably not going to be starting early 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 in the morning um because you know you might be feeding or you might be changing nappies or you have to do so much physically for them mm. and then when you've got kind of primary school age children actually they may be jumping up and rearing to go so um <laughs> and, and I mean and that's such a fun stage and certainly I've got lots of really happy memories of of kids at that stage mm. when they actually they wanted to do it and and they were quite happy to to you know to sit and to learn and to read together and to go and do other things it was all project based and it was kind of quite fun there are some lovely things that people sent us in. Certainly, going for a walk with a dog and exercise was was one. I thought it was nice. One of the one of the ideas was a, a oh, we quite, people talked about starting the day. If you have a faith, um, one mum uh, watches mass online with her kids, and we sit and um, you know read the Bible together. So I think that's quite a, often a, a good way to start the day if you've got kind of a faith, or if you haven't, there may be some alternative that you might do, some kind of motivation or something that you might read or or say together or something. Um, and I think that's having a kind of rhythm of some sort which mm. suits your family, yes. I think is quite good to start the day. I guess in schools you have a school assembly, don't you? They used to. I didn't know if you do anymore. But um, but I think that that's quite good and it's quite a good practice to sit and to, to focus whatever you're focusing on. I think that's quite a good focus thing. Yes, because that kind of brings in the whole, this is our family, this is our family ethos, this is how we do things. And you kind of set that set that tone straight at the beginning of the day, haven't you? That is quite a helpful way of starting. Mm. I saw another one online, which was something which I thought was a good idea. Uh, I think on Instagram, I can't remember who it was, but mum gave her children um, just some worksheets to do, just a worksheet every morning, and something that was really easy to do, um, so they would get a quick win with it. And I thought that was a really good way, because you get something, so I thought, oh, I'll do that, because I have a, I use Activity Village. My subscription of laps, and I just put my subscription on again, and our printer's bust. Oh, shame. (laughs) So all these good ideas. That is a plan. (laughs) 
because I think I think that is a really good idea, something to, yeah. to start the day well. Set yourself up with a win, that sounds yeah. like a good idea. Because obviously, often as parent mums, we're really asking a lot from our children. We, you know, we're pushing them ahead, we want them to grow and develop and gather. But sometimes you have to think, actually, it's really good for them to actually see what they can achieve. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you've set a worksheet before them and they've done it themselves, isn't that, isn't that brilliant for their self-esteem? Mm. Yeah, and I th- and I think also, especially if you have kind of more than one child or more, more than two children, you can't possibly be with all of them mm-hmm. at the same time. And so having something that you have pre-printed off or a book that you know you can always get out and they can sit and do something that's really fairly easy. Mm-hmm. So while you're working with another child and saying this is you know what I, you know this is what you'd be good for you to go off and do for the you know for the next half an hour or so, that there's something that they can mm-hmm. do yeah. straight away. I have um. I've also generally found that for us, and it may be different for other families, that for us going on a, a computer doing something on an iPad, even if it's an educational thing, first thing in the morning probably isn't a good idea. They they do sometimes do this. We've got a, um, a dyslexia program, a Nessie program, and my younger daughter is suddenly rediscovered it and kind of likes going on that first thing. But even if, even though it's an educational, it is probably she's learning from it, it's quite all-absorbing. And so it's then difficult difficult to come off. So I do try to keep screen-based things for later on. Yeah, so but other people each, might be different. Yeah, definitely. Each family's got to have their own approach to screen time, haven't they? Which... It does mean different things to different families, but I I do I do appreciate agree with you. Is that if there's some children once they're on a screen, it's very difficult to pull them off, and then you get the more resistance and the more emotional heat in it. So mm. yeah, if you can protect yourself against that, that's mm. <laughs> a good idea. Mm. One one of the mums talked about planning together as a family once a week, didn't they? Mm. What they were going to achieve in the week, and I think that sounds like such a good idea that the children are involved in understanding what the pattern of the week will look like especially for any extras that will happen. And they, they can have their input, um, obviously, you know, at an age-appropriate age level, but they can they can connect with that. That sounds like a really good idea once a week to set aside a time, you know, have your cookies on the table, whatever it might be, mm. and, and have, a, have a think, what, what do we want to get done this week and how are we going to make it work? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good idea. We tend to, we don't quite do that actually, and and that I think that would be a good idea to do with the two younger ones. We have on a Sunday tea time, we kind of have a, a picnic tea, and we pray together for the week. That sort of involves, if there, but that involves kind of like the big things, yeah. you know, if there's big things happening. It doesn't necessarily involve the day to day things. Um, and I certainly, do, oh, that's another thing we do actually. I do find with with young children and then kids if they have sort of additional needs of any sort actually knowing what's going to happen in the day is really important mm-hmm. so you know when they're young I used to say we say you know today the day's Monday and today we do da 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 and for me it sounds really boring <laughs> but I actually think they need to know where they are yeah. and then even if that when they're older but they have you know lots of additional stuff going on it's a safety thing to yes. know. So if I, I think we said this during lockdown, you know, the youngest one would say, what are we doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, the same as we're doing today. And I'd feel like really <laughs> under pressure, like this is so boring. We're doing nothing exciting ever. <laughs> we'll go for a walk like we did today. <laughs> but they're not really asking what no. exciting thing. They actually are looking, what is the pattern? Exactly. For some children, that's what's yes. important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, she was actually fine with it because yeah. she knew exactly what we were doing and it was absolutely fine. Yeah. So actually, what we're doing now is probably far more stressful for her, you know, running around and doing this, that and the other. So I'm... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it is so I think I think at the beginning of the day telling everybody what they're going to be doing you know roughly is is helpful for for certainly for younger children for some children yes 
Well, I've got one child who even even as she got older, you know, she'd like to know what was happening. And if you deviated from the, she would quickly say, where are we going now? What, what? No, if you take a different route home, even if you wanted to surprise them with an ice cream, what, why are we going this way? You know, and, and that was really important to her to have, to understand what was happening. So different children have those different requirements. You know, my other two didn't, didn't really seem to mind no. a bit of variation so much. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, I think it was a the older one to find, but the younger one also very much likes to know kind of what's going on. Yeah. But but I think that's one of the lovely things about home ed, isn't it? That actually all our families can be completely different in the morning and actually we can change it over the years. And I think it's And I think it's also knowing being kind of I suppose sensitive enough to ourselves that knowing that actually in fact this isn't working anymore this worked for a while and this isn't working anymore mm. so let's try and find a way around it yes. um, and try and problem solve a little bit and I just think that that's that's great that we're able to do that yeah I think a good idea as well for starting the day well and I need to tell myself this is, is start your own personal day well and that might look like getting up a little bit earlier or something it, it getting yourself kind of a bit more ready for the day and, you know, you're already on the case, you've had your first cup of tea or whatever it is that helps you kind of get started. You've had your own personal Bible time, whatever you have in your faith or your kind of readiness for the day ahead. Um, and I just read the other day, someone said uh, something along the lines of when my life was really stressful, I added something to it. Um, you know, in, in in a kind of a, wasn't that surprising that my life was stressful and I had to add something, but it made it all the difference. And her thing she added was, a half hour walk before the child got up. So she'd had a bit of outdoor time, a bit of exercise, a bit of thinking time, a bit of alone time. And then she was ready, much more ready to meet her day rather than kind of rise from bed, bleary eyed, straight into whatever the first thing is, getting the breakfast on the table or whatever. Mm. It's very, it's easy to say. It's mm. a bit harder to do because sometimes you just wake up and say, oh, I just want to turn over and go back to sleep. Mm. <laughs> But yeah. uh, if you can encourage yourself to have that time. Mm. No, I've definitely absolutely echoed that. And I think as well, knowing it changes over time, how you, you know, when our kids were all younger, they woke up really super early. So there's no way I was going to get up before them. So, um, so they would all pile into bed and, and, you know, would read and read together or, you know, have a snuggle together. Mm. And that was a, actually, a, you know, looking back, I'm sure it wasn't always nice, but, it, <laughs> but, um, but it was, it was a really nice way to start the day. But then, they would play upstairs in their pajamas and then I'd come downstairs, put the kettle on, go and wake the chickens up, you know, and and have sit down with my Bible and sort of mm. while they were just playing playing happily, you know, idyllically <laughs> upstairs <laughs> until, you know, <laughs> until all the fight started. <laughs> um, but actually now, because uh, the boys get up very early to go into co- uni or college or wherever they're going, um, but the girls don't get up early at all. Mm. And so actually, I, I'm going down here first. And I think because home educating is more stressful at the moment with the combination we have, I because I'm older and tired, I absolutely okay. need that time by myself. Yeah. And so I come down here and I do, and I light my candle and I put the fairy lights on if you've got them and I have a cup of tea and I have my Bible and it's absolute quiet mm-hmm. and and I, I absolutely need I really really need that and I just watch the light gradually come in as the mm. you know as the darkness goes and the light comes up because it's wakes it's, you know it's late at the moment isn't it it's dark mm. so um yeah and so that's lovely for me that's my that's that's my sanity and who knows it'll probably change in in time as well I don't know but I think parents with young children can feel very much they can hear about oh, these people who get up and have all these times when you you sit with your bible and your yeah. and your candle and your cup of tea in the morning and <laughs> and your child's been awake at five o'clock do you really get up at four o'clock to do that <laughs> no 
so it's just it just changes over the years yeah. I think it's interesting actually when you were saying about reading in bed and I, I there's a, just this morning I knew my daughter would take a bit extra time to get up and so I brought one of our reading books up to my room and she came in to me I was still in bed she came in we snuggled down and I read one of the chapters before I got up and actually that was quite a nice start to the day because it felt like I felt like I'd achieved something already <laughs> and and she was just waking up gradually hearing the story you know we ticked that off and it was it was a closeness moment as well on the other hand I wasn't up early enough to say cheerio to my other daughter going off to school so you know I, I won one and lost one <laughs> this morning <laughs> But they're both quite happy and very well-balanced girls, so I wouldn't worry too much. It's <laughs> <laughs> the thing, isn't it? You've got to think kind of long-term. Mm. I always remember that when I, when someone was talking about when you feed your baby and they don't eat this or they do, you know, you don't think about what they have or haven't eaten in one day. You think about, like, the whole week. And I think, yeah, that's the same with, with all parenting, isn't it? Don't think about what happened today or in this hour, mm. but think about, you know, how the whole week or the whole month has been. Yeah. And there's been ups and downs, but on the whole, you've achieved a few things and... You've yeah. grown a bit and developed a bit, haven't you? Yeah, most definitely. Oh, well, we would love to know um, if you have any ideas. So do yes, please, please. Um, leave leave comments on our Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we're hopeless at advertising this podcast, but if it is something that you have enjoyed and you feel will be useful for somebody else, then do please like it or review it or share it with somebody. I mean, I think that's the easiest thing. Yeah. I sometimes do yeah. it with podcasts. I just forward it and say, oh, you, you might find this helpful. So I really hope that you've been encouraged and that your days this year will generally start well. (laughs) Great speaking to you.